everybody, and thanks for joining our weekly podcast. I'm Robin Lewis, founder and uh, CEO of The Robin Report, uh, which is more than just the daily report. It, it, in our view, it's really a knowledge platform and, and from which uh, we communicate thought leadership on various strategic topics uh, through, yes, the reports, but also these podcasts. Uh, webinars, and hopefully live events uh, once we get out from under this crazy pandemic. Anyway, so along with our chief strategist, uh, Shelly Cohan, who's a professor at FIT and Syracuse University, we welcome you to our weekly podcast. And today's topic, a little bit of fun with this, but who blinks first in this inflationary mess? the retailer or the consumer. Shelly, you remember several weeks ago when we first started talking about inflation uh, driven by uh, unleashed demand of consumers having been in a hole for a year right? Um, or over a year, actually, and, and during the holidays to boot and with a supply chain collapse, which ends up with less supply to meet consumers' demands thus driving up inflation even further, which at the end of the day, it forces retailers to raise their prices, to raise revenues with fewer goods. Well, let me interject here uh, for a few seconds, Robin. So the prices are higher for what you just mentioned, including cloud supply chain, but also due to higher freight charges on alternate shipping methods. So for example, shipping on a ship versus having to fly air your shipments across countries and also renting containers, you know, as opposed to, or renting ships rather, as opposed to renting containers. So the cost of freight has been exorbitantly higher, certainly this year. Also, Steve Lamar, who you know, Robin, is the American Apparel and Footwear Association president and CEO. He's been very vocal about the higher footwear and apparel prices which are also reflective of additional tariffs on imports and excessive dermage and detention fees, which are fees that are charged to customers using equipment beyond the given time frame. So for example, all these containers that are sitting at the docks, they're clocking up fees, or if they're sitting even outside the port, they're clocking up additional fees. So my case in point really is on the recent earnings call for Costco, Richard Galanti, he's the executive vice president and CFO of Costco. He said that containers are on average 79% late by 51 days. This is for the Pacific Coast. And that impacts impacts all departments. Unbelievable. You know, I'm really glad you got um, down into the weeds with this, uh, Shelley, because the point you made is, is very good. Um, so yeah, right. Uh, high demand, uh, restrictive supply chains, uh, creating shortages and incremental fees for freight and other fees, as you pointed out, all of it leads to what higher prices. So, so the question is, will the consumer blink and just pay the higher prices or will retailers blink first? Having had at least a half a century of learning that consumers in general have had the power afforded them by retailers 
having way too many stores and too much stuff, just the opposite of what it is now. Thus, it forced a promotional culture, which had been with us for at least a half a century. Simply, full-price stores have been giving way to off-pricers and outlet stores across the industry. And that's before the pandemic and the collapse of the supply chain. So, so the question is, will retailers blink first and keep their promotional strategies in place? In other words, bite the bullet and take a top and bottom line hit, or will they try to make up for lower inventory by lowering prices, hoping to sell more? Well, Shelley, you know, Wall Street weighed in on this the other day um, on their analysts advising them that retailers were going to suffer from lack of pricing power if they try to pass on inflation costs to the consumer. And as a follow-up, by the way, and, and kind of supporting Wall Street's jitters about pricing power, as you know, we had a webinar yesterday with Ethan Chernowski of Placer AI, and Ethan told us retailers were blinking, so to speak. Indeed, they were perfectly willing to take a hit on the top and bottom lines to keep their pricing in line with consumers' acceptabilities. And, you know, just a few stock hits uh, based on this, uh, this fear of, uh, that, that Wall Street's having about uh, no pricing power anymore. Um, American Eagle, it's, it went down 9.1%. Kohl's down 8 to 8.2%. Dick's Sporting Goods down 8.7%. Best Buy down 3.8. Wow. And it goes on. Nordstrom 8.2 down 8.2. Uh, Foot Locker down 5.8. And Macy's down 7.4%. And there are a bunch of others out there, Shelley, as we know, that, 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 that took hits to their stock prices because of the jitters down on Wall Street that the retailers just don't have the pricing power. But this is Wall Street, right? And we don't yet know whether it's going to play out across the board. There will likely be pricing power in some categories, uh, but not others. Um, you know, women's apparel is obviously a big category, right? And Shelly, I, I think you have some data on women's prices over the past two years, which would uh, support the analyst's view of no pricing power. So give us some of that uh, information. Sure, Robin. WWD reported some really interesting numbers. And you know Evan Clark, he's a great reporter. Well, he pulled numbers from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, and prices were up 6.8% in November. This was obviously widely reported um, compared to a year earlier. Um, apparel prices, however, were up 5% over the year. However, if you look at two years ago, November, so we're comparing November 21 to November 2019, all items are up 8.1%, but women's apparel is actually down 4.5%. And women's, and women's yep. apparel is a women's apparel, shoes and accessories. That's how it's categorized. So there is, you're right, Robin, there's no pricing power in women's apparel. Men's apparel, the price is, pricing's up 2% and, and continues to climb. So higher costs for wholesalers passed on to retailers and higher prices for consumers is not sustainable over time. Someone has to say uncle. 
And here is who is going to say, as you, Robin, here's who's going to blink first. Doug McMillan, CEO of Walmart. On the earnings call recently, Doug said, fighting inflation is our DNA. That's yep. what they do. Yep. So, well, yeah, they really do. I mean, they're obviously the leader in value pricing. And what they're going to do is monitor the price gaps across all categories of merchandise. And then they're going to decide which products will be lost leaders, which products will maintain margins, and which products will have higher prices. So the company is really managing to a profit line. So it's less concerned with meeting gross margins or SG&A expenses. And it's really focused on driving higher sales and more importantly, gaining more market share while delivering profits. So Doug McMillan's quote is right at the core of their existence. So, you know, Walmart's blinking first as an opportunity to gain more market share. Yeah, Shelly, great point. And the fact that McMillan came out with that is incredible. They, <laughs> they, they see it as an opportunity. So, so they see it rather on, on the offense, right? Versus right. being defensive. And by the way, in a recent Goldman Sachs report, it shows that core retail has achieved five years worth of growth in the last four quarters. Wow. The but the, but the question that is top of mind is, will the spending continue or will inflation and other factors uh, spiral into a major drop in spending, especially in mid to lower income households? Um, you know, there, there's no stimulus check going into the first quarter of 2022. Um, and, and there has been a drawdown on consumer savings. Um, while we have seen bonus payout for workers and higher wages, it just may not be enough to offset the inflationary prices on essential goods and service, gas, utilities, groceries. So Goldman Sachs believes uh, the propensity to spend a dollar saved is lower than it is for a dollar earned. And they believe the income drop uh, the last lack of stimulus in 2022 will prove too large to fill uh, for lower income cohorts. You know, Shelly, I, I think Doug McMillan and Walmart obviously totally understand this, thus not raising prices for their core, con core consumers. Well, the other factor is the growth of the resale market and how consumers are really becoming more <coughs> conscious about how much stuff they have. And the resale apparel market specifically can really impact apparel pricing. The retail market supports a circular economy. It gives access to products with a lower price tag and it reduces waste. All of these are key considerations for today's consumer. Yep, boy, that's for sure. And, you know, um, once again, Shelley, we've said this before, we are living in an unprecedented moment in history unprecedented on so many fronts, forcing disruption and enormous transformation in so many ways. And because of no precedent for the pandemic or for supply chain collapse, for civic and social uh, disorder, for this peculiar type of inflation, we have no precedent for this type of inflation. The beginning effects of climate change, no precedent. 
and I'm sure no precedent for, for many, many other disruptions. Because of this, Shelley, we have no historic reference points to be able to say, um, you know, for example, when a similar economic lockdown happened in the past, or when a similar supply chain collapse happened in the past, we did thus and so to adapt and recover. Well, we don't have that cap capability. Therefore, at the end of the day, we are plowing into the unknown with no real identifiable tools to reposition, uh, to adapt, uh, to, to, to revise strategies. So this issue of pricing is going to be anybody's guess, right? Yeah. I mean, there is no known answer for retailers across the board. There will be indiv individual decisions based on individual circumstances, you know, like Walmart choosing to take a top and bottom line hit to steal market share. Well, we, all I can say is we live in a very interesting and historic moment, Shelley. I, yeah, I think I've learned more in the last year about the retail industry than I learned in my first 32. So um, yeah. for our listeners, what were you going to say, Robin? I was going to say me too. I, I totally agree. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, a learning, it's, a, it's, a, it's a learning exercise every day. It really is. Truly. Yeah. Absolutely. So for our listeners, you can find more of our podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Buzzsprout, and therobinreport.com. And please follow us on social media, link in with us, and follow us on Twitter for the latest thoughts about the industry. And uh, I want to thank all of you again for joining us, um, as I do every week. And, and now that we're going into the holiday season and Christmas, I want to wish you all a wonderful uh, holiday period. And by the way, uh, you know, every week we do these podcasts. So if you guys, any of you have an idea or a topic you would like Shelly and I to cover, uh, drop me an email uh, at, uh, to, to robin at therobinreport.com. Thank you very much again. <laughs>